Well, good afternoon and a very warm welcome to HGFC Radio. It's time for more Emirates FA Cup action. It's the second qualifying round and it's Hitchin Town FC against newly promoted uh, AFC Sudbury. The two sides playing league football against each other for just the second time this season. They were last both in the uh, Southern League in 2009-2010, the only two times. Uh, the teams have actually come together. Hitchin won both of those games, 2-0 in Suffolk and then 1-0 at Topfield. The winner today be through to the third qualifying round in the FA Cup and well it's all small footsteps on that road to Wembley at the moment but they are all uh, important ones financially and so much more for clubs uh, at the, this level uh, in the FA Cup. It was a victory for Hitchin on Monday night against uh, Nuneaton Borough. Three goals to on that one after they uh, uh, drew to all held to a draw really by Redditch United a, a bit of a dodgy penalty decision uh, last Saturday but the Canaries are, are really finding their feet uh, in this Southern League now which is something that we can't really say unfortunately at the moment about AFC Sudbury just one win for them uh, so far in their return to step three that also came uh, against Nuneaton Borough but let's have a listen uh, to how Hitchin got on on Monday night and how those goals sounded with Marek Alionic and special guest commentator Zach Neal this is going to be an in-swinger. There's plenty of heads in there for uh, for Hitchin Town as the uh, as the ball comes in. Now it is an in-swinger, very close to the goalkeeper. He punches it clear. It's gone out as far as Stan Georgiou. He's looked at this and he's decided to take it. Oh, oh my God! What an absolute banger from Stan Georgiou! What a goal that is! Just falls rebounded from the keeper's punch to him on the edge of the box, and he absolutely smashes it into the. I think. Like bottom corner in the end, wasn't it? It was the bottom corner. That's what he's doing there. Stan George has been literally all over the park this game. And I've been wondering to myself, what's he doing? Well, that is what he's doing. He's waiting for his opportunity. He looked up. You could see he was going to take it on, couldn't you? And take it on he did. And he's buried that in the right-hand corner. Wilkinson now has got two for company with him. Can he dink his way forward? He can. He certainly can. He's in the 80-yard box. He's been brought down. The referee points to the spot. Finley Wilkinson has won his side a penalty and Hitchin can go 2-0 up. That's some superb work from Wilkinson on the right wing there. Just chopping and turning in and out through the defence. And he's gone, that's a blatant penalty, isn't it, all day. And that kind of makes up for the Redditch pen on the other day, doesn't it? Well, it certainly does. And you might get your wish as well because it is Finley Wilkinson who's picked up the ball and walking towards the spot. uh, And he's going to be taking this one. Tense moment. I tell you what, it's like a library in the top field at the moment. The suspense is, is absolutely. We need this cushion. Come on, Finn. Finley Wilkinson for the penalty spot. The referee's doing his little march up and round round the back. Finally coming round to the front. Now he's going to blow his whistle. Finn's as solid as a rock. Takes the run up. Two 0 to Hitchin. Well, well dispatched from Finley Wilkinson. He knew exactly what he was going to do. Goalkeeper goes the other way. Great pen. Great pen. He's kind of solid pen, he's hit it hard, no no, no room saving that is there, great penalty. And, uh, here comes Adi Akoa, he's got, uh, he's got company of Wilkinson, he might not need it, he's jigged past his first man, hits it! Goal! Dan Akoa, take a bow mate, you left Castle there as a spectator, he was literally just watching that one muscle its way into the corner, left side corner, beautiful strike from Akoa. Well, I missed a, a cracker on Monday night, ill uh, on well late on Monday afternoon really, so I couldn't make it. And I have to give a massive shout out to uh, Zach Neal, who I knew was coming down to the game, and I sort of lined him up for for co-commentary duties if I wasn't going to be uh, able to make it. Took a bit of a turn 
uh, for the worse, actually, in the afternoon. Knew I wasn't going to be able to get up to the game. The second I realised I couldn't manage a burger and chips, I knew something wasn't right. Uh, let's just say that. So Marek and Zach did a fantastic job. You can listen back to that uh, on the Canary Club podcast, as you can with most of our uh, commentaries this season and over the last few years on HTFC Radio. So 3-0 to the Canaries. 0-0 at half-time. I mean, none eaten. So many questions there, both on and off the pitch. Um, Sudbury and Hitchin have come across them now this season. Both of them uh, turn them over, but stunning second half goal. Stan Georgiou, massive mention for him uh, because what a performance. Stepping into midfield, it's a position he's played before uh, in Hitchin's academy. I, I covered the, the friendly away to, to Kempston Rovers. It was something of a development squad game. Uh, and Stan was involved because he had been sent off against Stevenage a few games earlier in pre-season. And he, he started out that game uh, in defence, moved up into midfield along with Malachi Black, almost grabbed himself a goal towards the end. He's certainly capable of playing there. And, and what a goal it was. Ball coming out to him on the edge of the box. None eaten. No real willingness to, to get after it after they cleared their lines. Georgiou absolutely smashing it uh, into the bottom corner. It was the first start, actually, for young Georgiou since the 4th of March as well. He's not seen much football he's had his injury problems over the last few years uh, and what an impact Finley Wilkinson then getting the penalty uh, Zach mentioning it perfectly on commentary actually the fact it was that revenge for the for the dodgy decision uh, against Kieran Jones it was in that Redditch United game he just lost AJ George of Redditch got the wrong side of him uh, Jones sort of fell over uh, in the box uh, after being nudged really by George and then George flung himself to the ground as well and the uh, referee pointed to the spot the assistant referee uh, referee, sorry, you had a, a great view actually uh, of the decision, had given a goal kick, which was uh, obviously causing. Uh, the players to be rather irate and then obviously walking down the tunnel at half-time. It finished to all. It, it was a fair result uh, in all honesty, but when decisions like that go against you, it can be hard to, to pick yourself up from. I mean, Kieran Jones, uh, a great performance from him by all accounts on Monday night. He was named uh, the IDNA HDFC Radio Man of the Match uh, by Zach Neal, our guest commentator. So Wilkinson scoring from the spot and then Daniel Idiokoa. He uh, is in some golden form at the moment. couple of goals in Hitchin shirt. Both of them uh, in recent weeks one of them coming in the FA Cup winning goal against Welling Garden City and then the third uh, against Nuneaton Borough so he uh, is flying Hitchin uh, flying at the moment but can they uh, continue this FA Cup run we will have to see uh, they've made two changes today as Mark Burke uh, from that win over Nuneaton Borough Charlie Horlock starts in goal uh, and what what remains to be seen anyway uh, because Lewis Barker played in defence uh, on Monday night a bit of a rare start actually for him uh, this season uh, coming back in there he's been in and out a little bit uh, Lane Edie and Stephen Gleeson coming back in for Daniel Amovon and Barker so Edie for Emovon uh, is definitely like for like the two left wing backs Barker though uh, coming out, Stephen Gleeson coming back in. So it's whether Stan Georgiou uh, keeps his place in midfield or whether Kai Turl perhaps plays in midfield uh, or centre-back. Of course, he was man of the match against Redditch, scored a, a lovely goal uh, from a corner routine in that one. So to take it with Turl uh, staying on at centre-back, Charlie Horlock starts in goal. Lane Eady uh, on the left of a back five with Kieran Jones, Toby Syme, and then Kai Turl uh, in the in the uh, three in the middle and then Bradley Bell at right wing back. In midfield would then be Stan Georgiou and Stephen Gleeson with Daniel Idiokoa probably in the most central role. Uh, Kevin Cotter there as well and, and Finley Wilkinson. So uh, quite a, de a defensive team on paper, I suppose. Idiokoa and Wilkinson are your only real uh, forward players. There's a lot of sort of central players, central midfielders. Perhaps Turl could play a little bit further forward, but it remains to be seen really. Um, Isaac Gallifer, Jack Sneelis uh, left on the bench. Henry Silver also included, of course. 
seven substitutes allowed on the bench. Five can be brought on. Um, for Hitch in those are Isaac Gallifard, Josh Mollison, the goalkeeper. Uh, Jack Sneelis, Lewis Barker, Daniel Emmerhorn, Chris Koo uh, and Henry Silva. So it's all a question really of who's going to be uh, pushing forward alongside Idi Okoa, uh, and Wilkinson, I guess. How Hitchin look to attack AFC Sudbury. They have made uh, a couple of those changes uh, this afternoon. For Sudbury, then the visitors, two changes for them. It was a dramatic uh, late, late, late equaliser uh, against Royston last weekend. Joe Neal, 97th minute. Uh, so into deep on in injury time, salvaging them a point. They've, they've had a few games like that uh, this season. He scored a, a late one against Burke Hampstead uh, as well. So doing it against Hertfordshire's size. They've made uh, three changes uh, from that game. Oteng, uh, Oluwatimale uh, and Bello uh, coming in. Uh, so James Bradbrook uh, Brooks starts in goal on the number 13 shirt. Two is Oliver Cayley Brown. Three Reese Oteng. Four Josh Okpalokpo. Uh, five Charlie Lewis. Six Thomas Dickens. Uh, seven that man uh, Olu Oluwatimale. Eight Ben Hunter the captain. Nine Joe Neal. Ten Samson Bellow. And eleven Michael uh, Barrett. The subs George Whitehall. Daniel Cousins. Romario Dunn. Uh, Joe Tarpey. Jamie Bennett. Uh, Jamie Evely uh, and Andre uh, Adinion uh, or Adinion Silva uh, his full name uh, on the substitutes bench it's a Sudbury side uh, that's had a lot of turnover in their squad they were promoted up from the Ifsmian League uh, last season they beat Haybridge Swifts 1-0 in the uh, playoff final Haybridge of course actually knocked Hitchin out of the FA Cup uh, last season in the first round of qualifying it's a, a very strong league that even uh, as a step four league uh, the thing that Sudbury had to reckon with was a number of their players resided in Essex uh, and parts of Suffolk. Uh, now they've moved into a, a Midlands-based league rather than a more localised kind of uh, Essex-based league. So they've had a big turnover of players. In fact, only two players, Ollie Cayley-Brown uh, and Ben Hunter, the club captain, uh, are in the side today who played in that playoff final win over Haybridge Swifts at the end of last season. It's been a huge turnover. Uh, Mark Abbott coming in as manager as well, replacing uh, Rick Andrews. A few changes off the pitch this new sort of three-year plan, new budgeting uh, that's been brought in at AFC Sudbury. But it's not been as rocky a start to the season as it could have been, you feel. They uh, sit at the moment in 17th from seven points. And when you look at some of the sides uh, below them in the table, Nuneaton, Kettering Town, for instance, St Ives as well, you can include. Uh, you know, it, it could have been a worse start to the season. They did progress against Mildenall Town, 5-0, uh, step five opposition uh, to progress to this round. So both of these teams may be coming into the game uh, in need of the win for, for maybe different reasons. Hitchin just looking to keep their momentum going. Sudbury will hope that uh, a win will push them on. They've got a hard run of fixtures coming up, starting up next away to uh, league leaders Mikelova. Uh, so it's a, a big game for both of these sides. Well, I had another... Uh, interview to play from you because former Hitchin man Steve Corley is now playing his football in Margate down on the Kent coast. He caught up with Marak because he was down here uh, at top field so you can hear what he had to say. So I'm alongside uh, a, a, a very special uh, visitor to top field who's uh, very familiar with this turf, Steve Corley. Uh, how do you do man? How did you find the game? Oh it's brilliant. They look sharp from the start. Like really really. Dan was unbelievable today but I thought everyone looked balanced. I know there's been a few injuries and yeah struggling like with Diogo, Jack Snellis, Isaac, all injured and they're all attacking players but going forward they look lively. That would really have been lively. Stan Georgie's goal would have been one you'd have been proud of. Oh yeah I don't think I can kick it that hard anymore to be honest <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah that was a great finish. I just asked him how, what he thought and he thought if I hit it over they're not going to break on us and then it just ended up going in the bottom corner. So, Brilliant. Yeah. That was a hell of a goal. Yep. Um, you're looking in very good shape I have to say Steve how's life down in Margate treating you? 
yeah, the traveling home games is a is a long old way, but I'm I'm really enjoying it. Um, I know the manager, the assistant over there, so I knew I was going to enjoy it anyway. And I'm playing well, and I'm, I've, I've played pretty much nearly every minute now. So oh, brilliant! So touch wood, injury free so far. So hopefully it stays that way, and I have a good season. Maybe, maybe catch Hitchin in the FA Cup. Uh, we look forward to yeah. seeing you down there again, Stephen. If we do, you'll get you on the radio, yeah. mate. All, All right, the cheers, best. Mate. Yeah. Cheers. Great to hear there from Steve Cawley, who's finding a nice run of form actually down at Margate. Always struggled with Hitchin uh, with those injury problems, but his talent never ever in doubt. Uh, a lovely uh, player to watch in his day. Great control, good finisher, and enjoying life down in Kent on the coast. They are playing Folkestone in Victor uh, today in the FA Cup. Steve Cawley hoping for a bit of a game against Hitchin. In the past, Hitchin have played plenty of Kent opposition uh, in this competition. It's a Suffolk side uh, today as the teams finally emerged from the tunnel they were both waiting in there for for quite a while and today it's the yellow and greens against the yellow and blues Sudbury in that chain strip of uh, blue shirts yellow socks and yellow shorts hitching it's yellow and green shirts and then green uh, socks and shorts if you've just tuned in, it's just myself, Freddie Cardi, uh, on commentary today. Marek can't be here. He might be able to, to make uh, the second half, uh, he has informed me. So he might potentially be uh, jumping in at some point in this game. But for the time being, it's just me. So make sure uh, to get in touch if you're listening in and, and you'd like a shout out. You can tweet me at Cardi Freddie over on X, formerly Twitter, of course. Or you can send me a message on the chat feature. There's a couple of different ways uh, of, of sending us a message on our HTFC Radio website. So let us know who you're supporting. and. And where you're listening from, as Brian on Tannoy just goes through the lineups uh, again. So it's two Southern League sides going head to head uh, in this competition. Seven subs allowed for both of them on the bench, which means Isaac Galliford uh, is included. He's been struggling a little bit of a trap nerve uh, in his back. Jack Sneel is also coming back on the bench as well. He uh, suffered an injury away from football. He had hurt his toe quite badly, and he's just been uh, working his way back to full fitness. And I was told if he if he trained uh, and felt sort of no. Uh, after effects or reactions, then he would be included in the squad today. So good to see him uh, back on the bench. Youngster Henry Silver as well making it. He was in uh, FA Youth Cup action here at Topfield uh, only uh, last week. A 5-3 win over local rivals Royston. That young Hitchin team uh, will play on Monday night away to Kempston Rovers. I don't think we'll be able to have any commentary for that one, but certainly a, a really enjoyable uh, win to, to be a part of and I'll, I'm just seeing how Hitchner is shaping up here it is definitely going to be Georgie then uh, dropping into defence Turl is going to play uh, further forward and yeah, at the moment it's Stephen Gleeson just in front of him Kevin Cotter behind but this is only as both teams sort of line up for the coin toss which uh, I think Sudbury's skipper Ben Hunter has won. They're going to uh, kick off from left to right. So Hitchin will uh, attack the Bedford Road end in the first half and the Fishponds Road end uh, in the second half. So it's Horlock in goal. Edie, Jones, Syme, Georgiou and Bell. And then Turl, Cotter and Gleeson in midfield. Idiokoa and Wilkinson uh, will lead the line. As Gleeson now just having a chat with Hunter in the middle. The assistant referee still standing there as well. So just uh, some kind of interruption for the time being. Not entirely sure what what we're waiting for. Mark Burke's just got a, a shirt. Is it? Goalkeeper shirt for Charlie Horlock. There we go. So it's a, a grey goalie shirt coming out, which Mark Burke is going to walk onto the pitch to... Uh, to take 
because Charlie Horlock is in his blue strip, which is something that really should have been sorted a, a little bit earlier in the day, if not the week. But Horlock will take the blue shirt off and be replaced with a, a grey one, which is, of course, the right protocol. And so we're just going to kick off one or two minutes late, and it's going to be uh, Sudbury to get us underway. Joe Neal. He's their man to watch, really. It was a, a goal scorer for them last season that helped them to, to propel them up to step three. Uh, Nwachuku scoring 49 goals in 38 games. Well, Neil has made a, a similar start. Six goals uh, for him so far this season. Five of them coming in the league and then one in that win uh, over Mildenall Town in the first qualifying round. There, He will uh, kick us off here, kicking from left to right. Sunny mid-September afternoon. As I say, it's always sunny when the FA Cup rolls around and the same will be no different. So here's Neil then. After that little stoppage, Charlie Horlick just having to change his uh, goalkeeper strip to make sure there are no clashes. And while well, he's still waiting just to put his uh, gloves back on. And the referee will now set his watch and uh, just checks with the goalkeepers and his assistants. Going through all the protocols uh, today. Elliot Spencer, the man in the middle, assisted by Danny Mansour. Uh, and Robert Poole. And we're underway. Joe Neal then hitching, vying it out of AFC Sudbury for a place in the uh, third round of qualifying of the Emirates FA Cup. A draw after 90 minutes. We'll see a replay in Suffolk on Tuesday night uh, at the Kingsmarsh Stadium. It's a 3G surface uh, in Suffolk. And a free Suffolk sides in the league this season alongside Needham Market and uh, Leiston. We had lowest off previously. Uh, relegated uh, two seasons ago of course big header away there by Stan Georgie forward and then it's met by the head of uh, Charlie Lewis so Georgie back into defence after that midfield cameo that proved to be very successful uh, on Monday night scoring a, a fantastic strike really in that win over Nuneaton Burrow he's on the ball now picks out Stephen Gleeson who just Goes long down the right-hand side. It's aerial and it's just tracked by Reese Oteng. Spins away from Turl, but Bell can win it back down the right-hand side. Bell, deep cross, blocked by a Sudbury man. Hitching of a corner uh, in the first 57 seconds of this game. It was all just from that hopeful ball over the top from Stephen Gleeson. But Turl uh, and Bell, looks like they're going to be linking up down the right-hand side today. And it'll be a first corner for Stephen Gleeson. Hitching of a a number of corner kick and free kick repertoires in their arsenal. Turles lingering on the edge of the box. Bell's further behind him. Gleeson really taking his time here. And it's a low, he's signalled, uh, just a low hand signal. And it's a flat ball into the middle of the penalty area. Syme got there and he stabbed it over the crossbar. Well, Gleeson was just... Well, it was a bit of a jazz hands. I can't really describe it. <laughs> but if you're a cricket fan, you know the umpire signal for a dead ball. And it was it was the same as that. Uh, but it was uh, another carefully worked routine. Uh, but Syme, maybe not the man Hitchin would have wanted on the end of it. Certainly not with his feet instead of his head as Jones heads away from the goal kick. Forward now by uh, Oluwa Timale. Handy guy to pronounce his name on the uh, club's website, which myself and Brian have taking advantage of uh, this afternoon. Here's Horlock now, first touch for him in front of the uh, travelling AFC Sudbury fans. There's a, a flag up, the England flag, uh, but in the, the yellow and blue colours of AFC Sudbury. And there's a, a nice attendance, actually, from the uh, Suffolk side. Here's Wilkinson running in behind the goalkeeper, James Bradbrook. will just see the ball behind uh, for a goal kick. Luminous Pink, uh, his goalie strip. No danger of any clashes there uh, with the other two ki uh, kits on the pitch even. 
chance of yellows going up could be from either sets of supporters uh, this afternoon. Of course, there's one other side of a yellow and green in this league. Barwell, the Canary Derby, of course. That'll be this time next Saturday. Joseph McCormack will be joining Marek Elionich for commentary as Joe Neal brings the ball down here and he's flagged uh, offside before firing a shot wide. So do tune into that one. This is my last game at home uh, before going off to university. So a lot of the home games now will be led by Marek and we'll have a number of, of guest commentators, either players or the likes of Zach Neal, who was excellent on Monday in the commentary box, or Joseph McCormack lending a hand. And, of course, whenever I'm back down, I'll be trying to jump back in. So it will be remaining the same, but uh, just a, a bit of a change of personnel. I'm still hoping to, to cover some of these away games as well starting with hopefully Stratford on the 29th. If Hitchin do win today, though, there'll be an FA Cup action that day, and that obviously can really be anywhere as Sudbury come forward. Barrick down the left-hand side. He moves it to Oteng. Low ball across Syme, as he always does. Reads it perfectly, but it's one back by Barrick, just trying to cut in field. Low cross is blocked. Across to the edge of the box, trying to find uh, Oluwatimele. Gets the ball now, just cuts back inside, and then... Plays it across to Kaylee Brown. So good intent there from Sudbury. Linking up down the left. They come down the right here with Kaylee Brown. Important member of uh, last season's side. Named in the Ifsmian North team of the season. One of six Sudbury players uh, to get that accolade. I think the Southern League did any sort of similar award as Wilkinson flicks one forward. Taken down by Kaylee Brown. Cleared down the right-hand side. Strong header down by Kieran Jones. And then controlled here by Samson Bellow. Wilkinson across to Stephen Gleeson. Low ball through looking for Turl, who popped up on the left-hand side there. It was one back well by uh, Oliver Cayley brown who clears now. Blocked by uh, Daniel Idiakoa. He just gets into the game there for the first time and behind for a, a Sudbury throw-in. Well, five minutes gone already. And these solo commentaries... Can, can drag on sometimes. This one's flying by so far. I did Layston away last season. I did Baseford and Layston uh, on my own last season. Baseford, absolutely fantastic to cover. Layston, not so much, especially when Toby Syme was sent off for a second yellow card late on. A, a good game of football, but a sore throat at the time and a tickly cough is not what you want when there's no one else to, to come in and help you out on the, the commentary. We're expecting a good game this afternoon, though, in the uh, Emirates FA Cup. And Sudbury have made a, a strong start really here at top field. They uh, have the throw in here. Kaylee Brown uh, will take it. Just picks up the ball here. Hair tied back. One of the shorter players really in this Sudbury side. Takes it down here into the middle of the park. Edie and Gleeson back there defending. The two players brought into the side by Mark Burke this afternoon. Oliver Timolate in there now as... Edie plays up to Wilkinson, turns away from his man, comes across into the middle of midfield and Bell's making the run down the right-hand side. The goalkeeper's come nice and early and Bradbrook is able to get there before Bell and clear, but he was in a lot of space there. The, uh, that was Bradley Bell. Loves to maraud down that right-hand side and get forward whenever he can. A forward player by trade, but as we know, converted into a, an excellent right wing-back and an attack-minded one uh, by Mark Burke. Georgiou now on the ball. Nil-nil after seven. Looking for Finley Wilkinson. Always a willing runner in behind. He's playing up there alongside Idiokoa. Back to Bradbrook, the goalkeeper. Not his best clearance. Bell tracking and heads forward up to Turl, who's got a bit of space here, but he flicks it straight to uh, Oluwatimile. Cleared off Wilkinson here. Might fall for Idiokoa. Bounces back his way. Kind 
rubber the green there, really, in the way the ball spun back towards Idiokoa, but Hitchin can't make anything of it. Here's Gleason, again chipped wide, and Oteng powers above Bell, heads the ball behind for a, a Hitchin throw-in, even start to this game so far, and it's goalless. Bell here. Deep cross. Wilkinson's in the box and it was almost a free header. Fell for Kaylee Brown. Idiokoa now on the turn. Can he work something? He might be able to. He just goes down. It would have been a soft one. Uh, and in the end, it's a, a goal kick for AFC Sudbury. But Finley Wilkinson, Hitchin actually, not often you say this, they might at times have a bit of a height advantage if they can get that ball across to the back post because Kaylee Brown, Lewis, as I say, not the tallest players. And Wilkinson was just in there for a minute and the, the ball fell for Idiokoa but would have done very well to have uh, won a penalty from that one. Big shout out to Mark and Christine Syme, of course, the parents of uh, Toby, who just watches Jones, heads this one away here. They're listening in from uh, Dubai this afternoon. Great to have you with us as always. Oteng now, just chipped back to the goalkeeper, who then plays it all the way back over to his left back. I think the Sudbury manager, Mark Abbott, might be a massive fan of seeing those kind of balls played around especially in the air when you're a goalkeeper everything on on the floor and to your feet but it's goalless after eight minutes Syme across now to Kieran Jones who was looking for an option forward and just for a moment showed his frustration that there wasn't one lovely control here from George you can join Hitchens attack down the right hand side just held back by uh, Barrack finds Bell on the wing Bell is always hustling for the ball and then just plays it back. He was just caught there as well late on. Syme will find Jones. Across to Lane Edie. Hitchin stretching this defence well with their wing backs. Edie then delivering the cross in for Idiokoa. He's taking it down. Wins it back here and behind for a, a goal kick in the end. But I just wonder if Wilkinson needed to, to give Idiokoa a shout there and let him know he was right behind him. Because if Idiokoa had just flicked that ball on or left it, I think Wilkinson may have been in there with a an opportunity but this Hitchin these wing backs up against the back four both Bell and Edie are really bombing forward goal kick taken here Edie coming back in for Daniel Amovon he made his Hitchin debut on Monday did well by all accounts as well but Lane Edie preferred as Wilkinson flicks one on he's uh, flagged offside with Idiokoa looking to run on to that second ball those two have uh, already formed something of a partnership up front actually Mark Burke will be very pleased to, to see what they've been able to uh, come up with so far at top field. Goalkeeper is standing over the ball, James Bradbrook. A few youthful voices trying to put him under some pressure. Bradbrook through the middle. Now the words that normally follow that are, are, are normally a, a bit rude. I, I, I don't think they were this time from our young spectators to my right. Here's George U throwing the ball off for... Uh, uh, Bradley Bell. Hitchin pegged back now to their, their own penalty area really by Sudbury. Ten gone, nil-nil at top field. Flick back here by Olua Timale, who goes long over the top and that will just sail behind uh, for a Charlie Horlock goal kick. So no real uh, signs of how AFC Sudbury are going to look to attack Hitchin. Joe Neal's been their main man uh, so far. Scoring six of their nine goals uh, this season. Ten goals, sorry, I should say, in all competitions. Georgiou now to Bell. Back into Stan Georgiou. The two who 
car share from up in Bedfordshire coming down to training in games. Jones. Flat over the top looking for Idiot Coe. It's headed away strongly by Charlie Lewis. And then Edie just flicks the ball back towards Gleason and the ball evades him. Bello now. Ola Bello or Sampson, his Christian name, I think. Played through now and one back by Turl who gets over the halfway line. He's just clipped there by the Sudbury midfielder and Hitchin will win a free kick. And they're just going to hold on to the ball for the time being. Doesn't help actually that the throw back towards Bradley Bell was, was wide. And Bell now has to run back and, and pick up possession for the free kick. Stephen Gleeson will take. Good start to this game by Hitchintown, who are looking to continue this bit of form, beating Nuneaton, who, wherever they are on the table, that's still a very big fish to, uh, to get three points against. Sudbury will have felt exactly the same when they beat them 1-0. Gleeson chips one over the top. Oh, Georgie heads back across goal, taken down by Toby Simon. Gets a shot away, it's blocked. He's down on the floor now. Headed away, Georgie was down as well, Idiokoa gets there, he's up with Kieran Jones, Jones on the edge of the box, cross towards the back post, headed away, might fall for Bell, on the volley, just over the crossbar. Always a difficult one, it was a cushion volley really, and up in the air and over the bar in the end, but again, hitching set pieces causing problems, not something we'd always associate with the Canaries, but the start of this season, they've really been working on some of these routines. Simon will just receive some treatment now. Just for a moment, he was taking that ball down to fire a shot towards goal, but Sudbury had enough uh, bodies back to make sure uh, that that couldn't happen. So while he receives some treatment, I'll just have a check of the Premier League scores. All of the three o'clock kickoffs, uh, a nil-nil so far after uh, Wolves lost 3-1 at home to Liverpool in the uh, lunchtime game. Brad Brook just retrieving the ball here. Uh, in goal. We'll keep you up to date with the other FA Cup games uh, wherever we can as well. The update's not always uh, as reliable as they are for, for the Southern League games, but plenty of other sides uh, in action. On Suffolk side, Leyston, St Albans drawn the, the short straw. St Albans, of course, not too far from where we are here in Hitchin. They've got to go all the way to Leyston in, in a draw that's, of course, regionalised, but not too many clubs up that way. And Leyston really did well last season as well. Hitchens' record against Suffolk side, incidentally, just won two games in the last eight games uh, against uh, teams from the county, including Needham Market, Leyston and Lowestoft. So Bradbrook just waiting here as a couple of Sudbury players are over there just talking to their uh, coaches, getting some words on board, and Syme will be okay to continue as well. He's been led back on by the referee and the physio. Just a bit gingerly running on at first, but he'll be fine to, to carry on. Good work here by uh, Jones. Headers the ball right down in front of where my commentary position is here. and It'll be a, a throw-in for AFC Sudbury. Hitching nil, Sudbury nil. 14 gone on HTFC Radio. Freddie Cardi, your commentator this afternoon. Gleeson now hoofing it forward, headed away again in this direction. And it won't be uh, controlled by a Sudbury man. Bounces on top of the stand here. Kieran Jones just runs around the... Uh, assistant referee and we'll take the throw in Charlie Horlock comes over quickly good awareness from him and it's a short throw from Kieran Jones to exchange passes not once but twice Horlock on the ball now finding Stan Georgiou just floated across nice weight of pass there to Bell who hits it over the top via a deflection for Idiokoa one back by a Sudbury man Okpalokpo now 
Another player has come up, come up against Hitchin before with Layston. Here's Bellow. Nice skill away from Lane Eady coming across into the middle of the park. He's got Neil running in behind, tries to switch it. Georgie gets something of a clearance away. I think it hit him on the top of his knee, really. Back for Oteng on the halfway line. Early ball down the uh, left-hand side. Barrack keeps going into the box against Georgie. Sands it up for Joe Neal. Ball came off the back of his head after the initial contact from Kieran Jones. Comes away out onto the left-hand side. And Edie can clear up to Wilkinson. Headed away by uh, a Sudbury centre-back. Samson Bellow now up against Edie. Plays across to Kaylee Brown. He'll go back into uh, defence. Uh, with Thomas Dickens, former Cambridge United centre-back, came through the academy there at his hometown club. One of only a couple of players really who are experienced at step two level. So even beyond this league, the likes of Chelmsford City and Welling United was with Chesant last season as well, uh, as they were relegated uh, back to step three level. Cottonow will find Kieran Jones. Back now to Toby Syme. Georgie to his right. Someone can do the siren noise. <coughs> it's cleared away here and <laughs> Stephen Gleeson over there to take. Uh, the throw in. Bradley Bell then with the ball in hand. Back towards Stan Georgiou. Subdued start to this game so far really but Jones can go long. Will evade Finley Wilkinson. Bell trying to run onto it down the right-hand side. And it's good intent, actually. Ball comes off him in the end. Goes behind for a goal kick. But there was no one really showing for that. And Bell alive to the fact he, he could try and create a chance there. So it's goalless after 17 minutes. Hitchin edging the early exchanges. A, a couple of half chances. But very little, really, to report uh, so far here at Topfield in the FA Cup. It's the third ever meeting between the two sides. Hitchin winning the only ever two in the 2009-10 season. Richard Wilmot, actually, was a, a goalkeeper and then goalie coach for Hitchin, was in goal for Sudbury that season after joining Hitchin and uh, moving from Hitchin, sorry, in 2009, but conceded three goals in those two games. Hitchin picked up all points that were available against Sudbury. Given away here by Olam Matimale. Bell now to Idiaco has come deeper, cuts onto his right foot. Bell will get the ball back down the right. And again, Hitchin quick to get numbers forward. Bell cuts in onto his left foot, goes for gold as Bradley Bell. And it's the first real save for James Bradbrook. <coughs> so another nice move of Idiacoa dropping deep. And again, Bradbrook just being heckled a little bit by this crowd. Taking his time, but the ball down now goes long over the top. Backwards header from Syme, not where he intended. Horlock has to come out. It's a big header away from the hitching keeper. He had to get that right. Now Bar Barak. Good skill down the left-hand side from him. Barak now onto his right foot. Can he work an opportunity? Across now to uh, Oliver Cayley. Brown shoots. Charlie Horlock saves. Great work there by Horlock coming across. But again, a nice move from Sudbury. Remains nil-nil. and Their fans just having something more to sing about. Horlock now into Stan Georgiou. Back across to uh, Kieran Jones. 19 minutes on the clock. Cotton out. 
Stan Georgiou. Ball at his feet. Back into now to uh, Toby Syme. Kieran Jones. Up towards Wilkinson. Oh, he turns away nicely past his man, but Sudbury work it out well in the end to Samson Bellow. Cleared away and then headed forward. You can really hear that thump off Leighton Edie's head. Up towards Danny Diakoa again. Nothing comes of it. Hitch and head away. Kieran Jones. Signed back there defending against Joe Neal. Knocks it down nicely for Bellow, but Gleeson again reads the game to perfection and just plays the ball back to Charlie Horlock. Horlock long over the top. Controlled, but straight to Finley Wilkinson. And again, Charlie Lewis has been excellent there, just tidying everything up for Sudbury when they have made those occasional mistakes at the back. Jones now all the way back into uh, Charlie Horlock. Horlock floats the ball to Bailey again, just picking up a bit of space. Oteng not quite sure whether he should commit forward and pick up Bradley Bell, who will then look to run in behind. Cotton out. Okpolokpo wins it back. Dickens. Syme heads away well. In the direction of Bell, taken down now by Josh Okpolokpo. Finding Reese Oteng over the top and Syme should be able to uh, deal with that easily enough. Yes, he will in the end behind four. Uh, a goal kick. Do get in touch this afternoon if you like a shout out on the HCFC radio chat uh, or on Twitter at Cardi Freddy or alternatively uh, at Hitchintown FC if you like as well. Cotter again tries to go wide to Bell. The ball. Uh, pings off a defender straight to Kai Turl. Bell now over the top looking for Wilkinson. May well have been offside there. Cleared away by a Sudbury man. Neil now. Again, it's good hold-up play. And now down the uh, right-hand side come the visitors. Bellow. Pass Kieran Jones. Tries to cut in. Jones defending well. Cross in and a very tame one almost into the Sudbury crowd. But it barely even reaches them. And Charlie Hallett will come across to win the ball back and collect it. Here's Stan Georgiou. Kieran Jones spoke to Marak after that man of the match performance against Nuneaton. Said, I knew obviously he didn't have the greatest game against Redditch. Two goals, two of my mistakes really. So today my thinking was just don't make mistakes and try to be on it. I thought I did well today. I was focused a bit more. Uh, the whole team played well today. I don't think anyone had a bad game. Did talk about Sudbury as well. Said, I don't really know much about them. Obviously they came up from step four this year. Haven't played them before. Seen they're lower than us in the league, but it doesn't really matter in this league. Anyone can beat anyone, so we'll take it the same way uh, as tonight. Play every game as if it's our cup final and make sure that we try and get through to the next round because that is a goal of ours this season. So Kieran Jones there, who always speaks well. The ID now, HTFC Radio Man of the Match uh, on Monday night. It'll be my call, actually, rarely tonight. As Idiokoa spins into the box now, going up against a defender. One way, then the other. Dan Idiokoa squaring the ball and it's bundled in. Hitchin lead in the FA Cup. You just can't keep Bradley Bell out of the game. Popping up in the middle of the penalty area and bundling the ball over the line. Hitchin 1 AFC sub 3-0. Bradley Bell is second FA Cup goal of the season. His third in all competitions. And it's Hitchin who strike midway through the first half. Tame defending by AFC Sudbury. And Bradley Bell has given Hitchin something to smile about here. It's yet another goal. And he just seems to arrive at the right place at the right time every single game. Equalise against Redditch United. 
not Redditch United, sorry, Welling Garden City in the previous round. And scored against Royston, of course, in the league too, his former side. And not one of his prettiest goals there. It was all about that work from Daniel Idiokoa, who just keeps getting better and better uh, in a hitch and shirt. Still think, I still do wonder why Luton released him at times, but I think that really has, has kicked him on this season. It's, it's motivated him, if anything. And that was just great again, great skill. Getting past the defender into the box, slip past another one and just put the ball on a plate in the middle of the box for uh, Bradley Bell, who was then back up with his uh, trademark celebration. Fingers in his ears. Cutting out the noise, but I can't imagine any of that would be negative for him at the moment. He was the August uh, player of the month, actually, as voted by the fans. And he scored the goals, but hitching ahead uh, in the FA Cup here against AFC Sudbury for a place in the uh, third round of qualifying. Back here to uh, Charlie Horlock. Finds Kieran Jones. I think these fans have decided to cheer both goalkeepers to my right. Toby Syme now to Stan Georgiou. 24 on the clock now. Wilkinson trying to run in behind and might just get there as well. Up against Tom Dickens, he does. Dickens defends well and wins his side uh, a goal kick. One of the advertising. Uh, <laughs> he's just coming down in the process. One of those little posters on the far side. Kaylee Brown clears straight to Kieran Jones. Can Hitchin manage this game after taking the lead? Gleason over there now. Nice turn away from him from Josh uh, Okpalokpo. Just playing in front of the defence really at the moment. He was on the books at Huddersfield Town, the under-19s. There there's a Huddersfield scout here today. So it's played through. Looking for Joe Neal. Toby Syme uh, sliding in. Neal now. Low cross. Georgie has to be careful. It was Jones actually over there by Charlie Horlock and we've seen a couple of lapses of, of communication when those two have come up against each other on the same team of course. That Jones own goal last weekend and that one almost causing trouble for Charlie Horlock but he was able to hold on to the ball uh, in the end so it remains hitching one uh, AFC Sudbury nil. Here's Lane Eady finding Turl. Popping up all over the place in the middle of midfield. Just love giving players like him a, a free reign, really, as Bell can't keep the ball in play over on the far side. Throw in here then for uh, Reese Oteng. Left back, who played locally last season, reaching the playoffs with Biggleswade FC. Played in Suffolk as well, the previously of Haverhill Rovers. and. And before that, Cambridgeshire County League side uh, Linton Granter, one of many summer signings, uh, signed just before their opening game against Barwell, a draw in that one. Joint most draws in the league alongside Hales Owen, uh, Sudbury, and another stat as well that caught my eye. Only Hales Owen and, and Mikelova, who are of course top of the table, have picked up more points at home in this league this season than Hitch and Town. So they are really starting to achieve that goal of making Topfield something of a fortress. would say not, not by the behaviour of fans, <laughs> by the performance of the team. It's one of the more friendlier atmospheres you can come to, I'd say, in this league. Jones heads away. Turl now up against uh, Oliver Timale, who again delivers a, a relatively poor cross straight behind for a Charlie Horlock goal kick. And 
real lack of a, a cutting edge really so far for AFC Sudbury. Horlock puts the ball down right in his goal line for the uh, goal kick. 18 minutes left of the first half. Georgiou across now to uh, Kieran Jones. Finding Cavan Cotter. Just checks his shoulder, looks up. Was not happy with how far forward Lane Eady was there. And let Lane Eady know in no uncertain terms afterwards too. Eady will track back now into the middle of the park. But it's a hitch inside as Stephen Gleeson is brought down. That like to go forward, of course. Edie is no exception to that. Jones, long over the top. Again, it's that switch of play towards Bradley Bell. He takes it down well, but was just watched all the way there by uh, that man, Reese Oteng. Bell causing problems once again here for the AFC Sudbury. Ball in his hand here for the throw-in. Bell just assessing his options, looking for a long one. Idiokoa and Cotter, the two former Luton men, come close. It's to Idiokoa, who set up Bell for the first goal. Gives it back to him here. Bell finding Georgiou. And he work across, just down the right-hand side. Lays the ball off of Bell. He can find a cross. Keitel fires it over the bars at a difficult angle, a difficult height, really. And After scoring this time last weekend, he wasn't able to do the same there. But a, a difficult opportunity, just sort of on the turn and fired up high. Uh, over the crossbar. Still goalless everywhere in the Premier League. Apart from at Old Trafford, Brighton 1, Manchester United 0. Uh, as the only goal so far of the 3 o'clock kickoffs. Danny Welbeck scoring against his old club. Wide here to Oteng. Poor control and Bell can win it back. Looking for Finley Wilkinson. Dickens will just see the ball behind though for a goal kick. And Brad Brook, who's seen a lot of the ball so far. Not too many saves to make. But it's hitch a new lead. Kaylee Brown, come all the way across to left back, taking a bit of a journey through the middle of midfield. Sudbury clear up to Cotter, just plays it against Ben Hunter, really the captain in the end. And behind for a Hitchin throw-in, all rather simple for Hitchin at the moment. Both of these teams reaching this round by beating lower opposition in the non-league pyramid. Step four, Welland Garden City were beaten 2-1 here by Hitchin. Sudbury. Uh, beating Mildenall Town 5-0. Four goals in the second. Now, three of those coming from Academy products, which is always a good sign. It's, it's one of the, the better Academy Sudbury's as well. They've produced a number of first-team players, and many of those have gone on to better things as well, as we can say about Hitchin too, as Georgiou delivers the ball in here. They're certainly able to rotate against Mildenall. It's a stronger side this afternoon, headed forward here, taken down by Ben Hunter, trying to turn past Gleeson, who just left one in. Uh, and gives away uh, a free kick just in the centre circle. The referee's not finished yet as well. He's just going to have a little bit of a chat here uh, with Stephen Gleeson. Just runs back now uh, into position. Hitchin 1, AFC Sudbury 0. Bradley Bell, the goal scorer for the Canaries. Brilliant work again in the build-up play from Daniel Idiokoa. Again, Subbridge taking their time. They wait for the referee's whistle. They hear it now. Floated across. Edie can head more up in the air than he'd have liked. And Kieran Jones is under the second ball. Can't really get there. Might just break in the box here for uh, Barrack. 
Gleason forces him away from goal. Both of them have a hand on each other's shirt. Barak plays forward. Cleared away well. Idiokoa now. If Wilkinson can stay on side, Hitchin are in business. Idiokoa driving forward now. Across into the middle of the park still. One way than the other. Laying off for Finley Wilkinson. It's deflected and straight into the hands of the goalkeeper. Well, Daniel Idiokoa. We've seen a lot of those type of runs from Diogo Gouveia where they can just make defenders look silly. And Idiokoa must have learned a thing or two from his teammate. His dribbling, his pace on the ball is like no one else in this hitch inside. And he's just causing so many problems. It was similar to how he took his goal on Monday night, driving from deep and finishing. There he turned provider for Wilkinson. It was an important block. And the ball just ricocheted up into the air. And it was saved uh, easily enough uh, by James Bradbrook. 1-0 here so far to Hitchin Town. Belt just wrestling of his man here and the referee not happy with it. Just blowing his whistle the second that Oteng took the throw in. Bell and Barak just a bit too over familiar for the referee's liking. Still just having a chat with the two of them there and both teams will uh, just wait for a moment. Aston Villa 1, Crystal Palace 0 uh, in the Premier League. As I say, a win for Liverpool earlier, coming from behind to beat Wolves uh, by three goals to one. Moussa Diaby, Aston Villa's scorer. Flick forward now, headed away by Georgiou, who's started this game just as he always seems to do. Calm and tidy fashion, winning his headers, winning his tackles. Yellow card here for Reese Oteng and Applause drawn there from the Hitchin fans. Oteng again just pulling back a Hitchin man and, and just perhaps delaying the free kick as well. So Bell will take Oteng into the book. All going Hitchin's way so far. Mark Burke over there in his shorts, as is Michael Jones, something we've become more than accustomed to. It's a very chilly morning in Hertfordshire. But the sun out, I think it's up as high as 26 degrees this afternoon, so... Pleasant conditions, much more so than the, the heat wave of last weekend. That two-all draw against Redditch. Flick forward now. Syme going down and the referee gives a free kick against him in the end, actually. There aren't too many complaints from Toby Syme, who's always a physical presence up there. This time, Bradbrook did want to take the free kick quickly. And the referee was just checking on the Sudbury man's teammate back there, Tom Dickens. 12 minutes left of the first half. Bradley Bell... His goal separating the two teams. Here's Bradbrook. Just in the, the D on the edge of his penalty area. Going forward now. Syme heads up in the air. Gleeson coming back. Just kicks it back over his head. Up towards Idiokoa. Headed down by uh, Oluwa Timile. Now Bell. Risky decision. Just goes all the way back to Charlie Horlock. Takes the ball down and uh, clears across to the... Uh, right hand side goal disallowed by the way actually for Aston Villa just seen it's 0-0 on their game uh, against Crystal Palace Bell back now to Stan Georgiou finds Charlie Horlock shaped to go to Kieran Jones nice bit of skill instead goes through to Toby Syme finds Georgiou pressure put on though by Samson Bello cleared only as far as Okpalokpo Cotter losing the header here. Joe Neal again with his back to goal. Simon's a nibble. Cotter is a nibble and Gleeson wins it back across to Lane Eady. Takes the ball into the Sudbury half. 
Turl now just forced away from danger. Nice little flick down the left-hand side, but he won't be able to get onto it against Charlie Lewis. Having a good game still, the number five, then cleared forward by James Bradbrook. Edie backpedalling, Kieran Jones coming forward. It was an excellent header forward. And then the offside flag goes up against uh, Kai Turl. Referee only just noticing and uh, blowing the whistle to signal the uh, free kick. West Ham 1, Manchester City 0 as well. It's just come in. Stevenage lead uh, in their game uh, 2. Big one for them. Flying actually up towards the top of uh, League 1. Taking on Charlton Athletic uh, this afternoon. Jamie Reid the goal scorer. Bradbrook here. Better now from Sudbury. Trying to play a bit of football. They've got sent four players forward for the long ball though now as I say that. And Bello is the further forward. And again, it's just fantastic from Syme. Reading the game, sliding in, timing the tackle perfectly and able uh, to clear the ball behind. He's just so agile in those sort of situations. He, one of the best exponents of the, the slide tackle, the good clean slide tackle. Always takes the ball and none of the man. Throw in here then for Roteng, who's on a yellow card. Only player on the pitch to... Uh, have been have had their name taken. Georgie forward now. Wilkinson will try and run onto it. It'll be all nice and easy for Charlie Lewis, though. It goes back to James Bradbrook. Long down the left-hand side for Sudbury. Nice control now by Neil. Just lays it off. Gets the ball back. Bell wrestling with him for a moment. And a Sudbury throw in just in line with the edge of the penalty area. So more like it again uh, from Mark Abbott's side. They've not really shown us too much uh, in this first half what they can do. One all draw last time out, also in Hertfordshire. Late equaliser against Royston, laid off here. Gleeson plays back to Charlie Horlock in the penalty area. Horlock clears towards the fans of this near side, but straight into the fence. Joe Neal, that 91st minute equaliser on Tuesday night against Royston. Last weekend, a 4-2 defeat to Stratford. So the draw sort of just keeping Sudbury out of the relegation zone at the moment. Only the second time the club has played football as high as step three level. Formed in 1999, actually, uh, AFC Sudbury. Uh, amalgamation of Sudbury Town and Sudbury Wanderers. Sudbury Town have been uh, in play since the 19th century. As of Hitchin, of course, who played in the, the very first FA Cup, the original Hitchin FC. Drew 0-0 against uh, Crystal Palace in the first round and then lost 5-0 to, to Wanderers at the Oval Cricket Ground. Hitchin only able to field seven players somehow from, from the entire town. They could only field seven, lost 5-0 to Wanderers. He went on to reach the final. Royal Engineers winning the very first competition. Final was held at the Oval for a good 20 years or so as well. Long here over the top. Headed down, Okpalokpo there and now Idiokoa. Back to Stephen Gleeson. Cotter. Across now to uh, Bradley Bell. Oh, it's brilliant skill. And he's just been dragged back here by Reese Oteng, who is on a yellow card. And Hitchin almost quite polite in their appeals as well. There was no one really asking for that second yellow. But Bell, who just went one way and then bursted forward down the right-hand side. I think the referee may well have just been alerted by Mark Burke that Oteng's on a yellow card, of course. But... Real appeals. Stephen Gleeson will now as he takes the free kick for Bell just as to keep committing his man there because he's causing problems uh, for Reese Oteng. Uh, 
Here's Gleeson then. Free kick for the Canaries. Seven minutes left of the first half. Hitchin looking to add to their 1-0 lead uh, at top field. Here's Gleeson. Again, football being played very much in the referee's whistle as the ball swung in. Palmed away by the goalkeeper. Georgie's up there at the back post. Lays off for Cavan Cotter. Crossed on his left foot. Blocked away. Kieran Jones taking it down onto his weaker right foot. Sprays the ball across to Syme. Nice control though. The two centre-backs linking up up there. Syme will go back to Stephen Gleeson. Again, nice turn on the ball. Rolling his foot over it. Looking for Wilkinson. Good defending there by uh, Charlie Lewis. And a hitch and throw in. Canary's playing some good stuff here. He's having a, a few spells in this first half. But still a bit of a lack of clear-cut chances, which they... They can improve on their... They're playing sort of nowhere near top gear, I would say, the Hitchin at the moment. And sometimes as a manager, that can be quite encouraging to know that there are other levels your side can go to. I don't think Hitchin have, have met that here. And they still got the likes of Jack Sneelis and Isaac Galliford if needed. Even the lively Henry Silva to, to add to that attacking threat. Jones long here. Bradley Bell running in. The offside flag goes up. Bradley Bell did just get there as well. Uh, but it'll be a free kick. Hoyland has scored his first goal for Man United. They equalise uh, against Brighton at Old Trafford. And after Danny Welbeck had given them the early lead. West Ham 1, Manchester City nil. James Ward-Prowse uh, making his mark. Always felt he would, though, coming into West Ham. An excellent midfielder. Bell now turning. Gleeson. Long down the right-hand side, looking for Finley Wilkinson, running in behind. And it will be a, a corner kick for Hitchin. Wilkinson now was on the books at Ipswich earlier in his career and causing problems for this Suffolk side here. Corner kick for the Canaries. And Hitchin fans just starting to find a little bit more of a voice. Been in control of this game for a little while now with five minutes left of the first half. Gleeson will take the corner. Routine will be up their sleeve here. Kieran Jones, Georgiou and Turl all on the edge of the box. Bell going over for the short one. Of course, Turl scored from the edge of the box last weekend against Redditch. Here's Gleeson. It's the low ball. It's oh, It doesn't even reach Finley Wilkinson. It's a poor delivery. Cleared away very easily by the man on the edge of the box in uh, blue and yellow. Edie will try and float it back in up towards Kieran Jones at the back post. Oteng heads clear. Up towards uh, Michael Barrack. Brings it down and Georgiou just fouls him. Maybe just takes one for the team there uh, to stand Georgiou. Hoyland's goal's been disallowed. So Brighton still lead against Manchester United. A couple of upsets going on. If you can, if you can call Brighton be beating Manchester United an upset, that is. Some people may wish to disagree. And they might have a few reasons to do so. Bradbrook then will take the uh, free kick. Long through the middle. Syme just watches it all the way into his head. Forward now to Kai Terl. Up towards uh, Finley Wilkinson trying to lay it off for Terl. Wilkinson almost gets it back himself. But Oliver Timolay's there. Bell again has been everywhere on the right-hand side trying to play forward. Gleeson taking it down. Back now to uh, Charlie Horlock. Played every minute of every game this season. The Hitchin goalkeeper and captain, of course, took over from Dan Webb. Uh, before the start of last season. Great to have Dan Webb back down here earlier in the summer for his testimonial, which Horlock uh, duly and appropriately handed over the armband. Quite a touching moment there.
Bell found here for the free kick then at Okpalokpo, just checking he's okay and that little touch of sportsmanship as Bell comes back up onto his feet. A couple of Southern League sides in an FA Cup action. Hales Owen 2, Alvechurch nil. Huge win midweek in that uh, number nine derby. Derby named after a bus route. Hales Owen beating Stourbridge. Uh, four goals to three, I think it was in the end. Uh, a huge crowd, some brilliant scenes and in that game and a really good advert for non-league football. Leamington, they're losing 2-0 to uh, Boston United. Just have a look at some of the other scorelines. Stopfold, of course, a local side there, uh, losing in their game. Kettering winning by a goal to against Sporting Calza. Gleeson into the box here and claimed very well, actually, in the end by James uh, Bradbrook. Two minutes left before half-time. Here's Neil. Finally a chance for him to stretch his legs and he can't keep the ball in play. He's been kept well and truly out of the game so far here. And Hitchener, uh, very happy of how this first half is uh, coming to an end. They've had a couple of more half chances. No, nothing really to test James Bradbrook, but that Bradley Bell goal has been enough so far. And as things stand, we'll send Hitchin through to the third round of qualifying. Had previously lost their last two games in the second round of qualifying Cheson and uh, St Albans City had knocked Hitchin out previously, it was Haybridge Swifts who sent the Canaries packing last season so it would be the first time since before before the pandemic actually that, that Hitchin would go through to the third qualifying round if they do win today Sudbury have got some excellent pedigree in this competition in recent years reached the third qualifying round last season Wins against Stowe Market and a replay, Berry Town, and then uh, Joe Nielsen, Alban City. That was a replay as well. And then signing Neil at the end of the season. They made the first round as well two years ago, losing 4 0 to, to Colchester United in front of 2,000 spectators. And also, the only side to have reached three consecutive FA Vars finals, of course, the competition for sides from step seven to step five. They lost all three of them, unfortunately, but they did have their days out at Wembley in the meantime. Of course, Newport Pagnell, this man here, Daniel Lydia Coa's former side, have been in the last couple, winning one, losing the next one more recently. Stephen Gleeson now across to Stan Georgiou, just turns back in, forward now to Cav Cotter, laying the ball off to uh, Bradley Bell. It's Georgiou again to Syme. Sudbury just cannot get near Hitchin at the moment. Across now to uh, Kieran Jones, slipping the ball up towards Daniel Idiakar as we tick on into uh, three minutes of stoppage time at the end of this first half. Jones now chipping it across to Edie. Ball just bounces, but Edie heads it down. Back now into Cavan Cotter. Subbury just cramping the space in the midfield. Cotter gives it away as well. Joe Neal, couple of options up there with him. Neal coming across into the middle of the park, lays the ball off the, uh, the midfielder. Barrack now. Across and Kieran Jones with some good defending. Barrett plays it through. Surely an offside here against Ben Hunter. He won't get there anyway. As Charlie Horlock sees the ball behind for a goal kick. I did feel he was a, a long way off there. But the assistant had just kept his flag down uh, in the meantime. So we continue at the end of this uh, first half in added on time. A couple of stoppages. Toby Syme going down at, at one point after a... Collision with from a corner. Here's Horlock. That change, uh, Gray goalkeeping, goalkeeping strip. He had to change it just before kickoff when the referee noticed the clash of Sudbury's uh, away shirt. As Edie now uh, brings down Samson Bello and his white and pink boot 
uh, is not connected to the end of his leg, so he will have to go and pick that back up. And that's always sort of cardinal proof that a foul has been committed. And the referee uh, has booked the Sudbury left back. He does the same now to Hitchens, number three. Lane Edie in the book for that foul. And almost an, an easy decision for the referee. If, if someone's boot has been taken out, there's clearly been enough contact for a foul. And it's a decent chance then for the away side to swing the ball into the box here. Ben Hunter will take. And the referee will just get into position. Two minutes into the free added on. Hunter floating the ball forward now. Charlie Hall at four to back. Coming, it's off the head of Kieran Jones, who is just own goal central at the moment. But that was luckily over, over the top of the crossbar and behind for a corner kick. But Jones would have had his heart in his mouth for a moment after those own goals against... St Ives and most recently Redditch United one in pre-season as well against Arsenal under 18s in that testimonial There's so much you can read into part of that, uh, that game though with Josh Bickerstaff's late handball equaliser here's Ben Hunter last chance of the half for AFC Sudbury floated up towards the middle oh it's nearly Joe Neal with the header and a free kick given Hitchens way Turl was pulled down Tom Dickens ended up on the floor as well and the referee said it was a foul on the hitching man. And just for a moment, that looked like it was rising up to the head of the danger man, Joe Neal. Not to be in the end for AFC Sudbury. And Hitchnell just looked to see out this first half. All lock over just to uh, pick the ball up here. Sure, there might be a few Ipswich fans listening in from Suffolk. They lead 1-0 away at Sheffield Wednesday in the Championship. Hallock very much taking his time to take the uh, goal kick here. Certainly exceeded the three minutes of stoppage time that were earned it on as a minimum, of course. Hallock up and over the top now and Terl running in behind, headed away up towards uh, the man. And the referee says that's enough. It's half time. It's hitching one. Uh, AFC sub nil. The Canaries full value for their lead, really. They've not created that much. Uh, from what has been a, a dominant first half display, Bradley Bell, the goal scorer in the 22nd minute after some great work from Daniel Lydia Coa. We'll see you in 15 minutes' time. The one-stop auto shop to keep you on the road. Friendly, knowledgeable staff are here to help. Call us now on 01462 420999, the emergency service for your car. Visit us at Units 8-9, Wilbury Court, Wilbury Way, Hitchin. Keeping it local. From Topfield to Telford, ID.net's brilliant broadband is keeping HDFC Radio connected. Whether it's business, home or mobile broadband, ID.net has you covered, meaning your connection won't let you down. You're onto a winner with ID.net's local broadband. Visit ID.net.com to find the perfect package for you. Yeah, always a big thank you to our sponsors, our friends at IDNet, helping us keep uh, connected this season. It's a big run of home games at the moment, but their Wi-Fi packages will surely help us come in. Uh, help us out when we go into all of these away games over the rest of the season, hopefully starting at Stratford Town. But if Hitchin win today, of course, we'll be uh, elsewhere that weekend. The third round uh, of qualifying will be drawn on Monday, usually either 12pm or 1pm 
uh, by the FA. The website will then normally take about half an hour to load and we'll then find out uh, the opponents for the third qualifying round. Either Hitchintown or AFC Sudbury going through the draw. Uh, staying regionalised and I think National League sides coming in uh, in the next round of qualifying uh, although uh, I might be wrong on that one Sudbury reaching it last year losing 3-0 to Colville in the end who they'll be playing league football against uh, this season Hitchin since that brilliant run to the first round uh, in 2018 that gave me its lever head to set them up against Solihull Moors in the first round proper they've not really found their mojo uh, in the FA Cup uh, and maybe this will be the season where they look to uh, turn their fortunes around they lead at half time against uh, AFC Sudbury here who were promoted from the Isthmian League North uh, last season via the playoffs beating Grays Athletic and then Haybridge Swift who so as I say knocked Hitchin out uh, of the FA Cup last season they beat them 1-0 after extra time in that playoff final lost 16 players from that playoff winning squad uh, along with Rick Andrews a combination of budget cuts and a, a geographical league relocation Rick Andrews leaving the club in June after a, a, a cut of uh, more than 40% uh, to his playing budget uh, following promotion. The initial reason for him departing was, uh, was cited as time and travel commitments. Uh, the club's board of directors announcing a three-year plan in the summer after promotions for both AFC Sudbury uh, men and women. The women play in the, the Women's National League. Uh, so the, the statement reading both first teams will be run on budgets which for the next year or two uh, will target consolidation supported by a wider strategy uh, to spread the experience of higher level football uh, across a wider group of younger players enabling them to grow together it is a young uh, Sudbury side uh, actually number of 20 year olds, four 20 year olds uh, in this uh, starting lineup. number of players in their early or, or mid 20s and and they have work to do in the second half, but they've done well to keep the scoreline down to 1-0. Hitchin uh, have played some pretty stuff, but again, they haven't always been as threatening as Mark Burke might uh, hope that they, they could be, as Manchester City equalise away at West Ham, one all uh, in East London. It's going to be Kai Tell who will kick us off for the second half. Both of these teams uh, unchanged as they come out of the tunnel. Tell just waits and clears the ball back to... Uh, Kevin Cotter finding Stan Georgiou so we get underway for the second half Hitchin 1 AFC Sudbury 0 Bradley Bell's goal after some fine work from Daniel Lidiakoa separating the two sides here is Turl chipping the ball towards Finley Wilkinson Turl will get there again wide now to Bradley Bell up against Oteng he's on a yellow card along with Hitchin's Lane Edie Lidiakoa now chipping one through Wilkinson on side won't get there and there's a involvement for Hitchin's photographer Peter else the ball just hitting the box where he stores all of his equipment He's over there, just on the edge of the, the penalty area where it meets that uh, touchline. Goal kick then for Bradbrook. Sudbury are just going to have to up their tempo, up their aggression in this second half if they are uh, to avoid a, a rather early knockout on the FA Cup. Syme again backpedalling, just turning. He's nearly given the ball away here for Joe Neal, but in the end the ball coming off Neal and rolling behind straight out for uh, a goal kick. Charlie Horlock takes it short. There's Isaac Galliford and Jack Sneelis. Two players who've had a few injury worries in the last couple of weeks. Just walked behind Horlock's goal back round to the dugout. So no urgency for them to be utilised in the second half by the looks of things. Straight away, that is. Here's Bradbrook. Up and over the top. Jones heads clear. 
If you'd like to get in touch in the second half, drop me a tweet at Cardi Friendly or at Hitchintown FC or send a message on our uh, HTFC radio chat. Doesn't look like uh, my co-commentator Marak will be getting to the second half. He was hoping he could potentially make the second period. As the ball falls to Joe Neal, just scuffs his shot wide. It was Hunter, sorry. It's a real opportunity, actually. Snatched at it on his left foot. Hitchin was just caught short at the back all of a sudden and Hunter... Should have done better, dragged wide of the far post. With less than two minutes on the clock in the second half. Hunto returned to Sudbury last summer after spells of Leiston and neighbouring Stowmarket. Made over 100 appearances in his first spell before challenging himself at step three with Leiston. Last time he played at top field, he lost 4-1 to Hitchin with Leiston. Here's Gleeson over the top looking for Lane Eady running down the left-hand side. Hunter as well, the grandson of Ipswich Town, great uh, Allen. Actually sent off was Ben in that second qualifying round replay win over St Albans a few minutes after uh, they had taken the lead, AFC Sudbury. Meeting step two opposition, it was a big scalp that, that one actually. Cotter and Georgiou steaming in for some crunching tackles and now Edie can head forward. Wilkinson tries to let it roll in the direction of Kai Terrell. The goalkeeper off his line and just picks it up. Would have felt... Like years and years, the ball was taking back to come all the way into the penalty area where he could safely pick it up. Here's Kieran Jones. Just calmness personified when he's playing his best football. and Not often you describe defenders as easy on the eye, but this hitching back three really are the way they play their football. Wilkinson offside again. He's trying to stretch the, the Sudbury defence. And the flag again going up, unfurled by the assistant referee on the near side. Might be frustrating for Wilkinson and Bell was even more frustrated. He felt he hadn't timed his pass as well as he uh, could have done. Bradbrook will take the uh, kick then. Goalkeeper started at Needham Market as a youngster before joining Brightling Sea Regent where I think he actually worked with Hitchens goalkeeping coach uh, John Alban. There he went on loan with neighbouring Stowe Market and then made the move permanent in 2019. He'd been there ever since and was then uh, released in the summer, becoming Mark Abbott's first uh, pre-season signing as he got that squad rebuild underway. Edie goes all the way back to Charlie Horlock. Horlock now to Georgiou, who keeping his place in the side today. Trying to find Wilkinson. I think he would have been on side this time. Is the tall figure of Okpalokpo turning past Cotter. Georgiou heads away. Okpalokpo taking the ball down. Cotter's in there as well. Just skips past Stephen Gleeson. Finds uh, Oliver Timolate. Goes across now to Oliver Cayley Brown. Up towards Joe Neal. Flicks the ball wide. Taken down nicely by Barrack. Goes up against Jones, who just times the tackle perfectly again. Again, Neal forced away from goal. Hitchin keeping a keen eye on him so far. Almost at a chance at the back end of that first half from a corner, though. Barrack can't keep this in play, and it'll be a throw in. For Hitchens, Bradley Bell, five minutes gone in the second half. Hitchin one, AFC Sudbury nil. So it's Bell to take the throw in. Hitchens goal scorer. Netted in the uh, win over Welling Garden City, scoring the equaliser uh, in the first round of qualifying. Popping up some important goals so far this season. Uh, Bradley Bell. Tanley last season was four, so he's already one behind that. 
coming in, I think, after the first couple of games. Long here again, looking for Wilkinson. He's just trying to run past the left back and in behind. But it was, again, watched nicely onto the head of Tom Dickens to clear. Goes long now up towards Syme. Good movement from Joe Neal. And Syme will clear uh, any danger. Headed forward now by Edie. On towards Kai Terl. He's just pushed in the back momentarily. Palopo takes it down. Back to uh, Reese Oteng. Into Dickens. Clears forward up towards uh, the two strikers there. And Syme can clear. Hitchin one sub 3-0. Syme towards Idia Kawa. Headed clear. Taken down by Palopo. Turning away from a, a couple of players and across now. It might be given away. Edie wins it back. Gets past his man. Lane Edie is into the penalty area. Uh, he's brought down, is he? The referee running in. He's got a good view of it and he says no penalty. Edie perhaps was falling over his own feet. It was a great opportunity, but perhaps as Gleason toe pokes a, a clearance out into the car park, Edie just rushed it, got his feet caught up and... He was forced away from goal well by the Sudbury defenders, but he really capitalised on that mistake well for a moment. And he was in behind. That's the best chance Hinchin have had, really, since they, they, took the, they took the lead. They probably had more possession in this game, but they're still a little short in terms of how many clear-cut chances they've been able to create. Here's Bello. Back to Kayleigh Brown. Into the box, Georgie falls down and the referee says that's because there was a, a little tug from behind from Michael ba uh, Ballack. Does just offer Hinchin a bit of relief as they line up their first uh, substitution. I think it's going to be Daniel uh, Emavon coming on uh, for Lane Edie. So a like for like swap. Uh, yes, it will be. He's lining up here on the halfway line. So Emavon, who made his debut coming in for Edie on Monday night, played well as well against uh, Nuneaton Barra. He was dropped to the bench again today and he will now replace Lane Edie. So those two really battling well for that left wing back position. It's a, an area of the field that Mark Burke hasn't really had too much competition for uh, to enforce on Lane Edie. But Daniel Amovon is really going to, to push him for that starting spot, you feel. Former Wingate and Finchley man. He's on now for Hitchens' first change. Edie just after passing up that excellent opportunity, really. And hooks by Mark Burke with 53 minutes gone. Here's Georgiou. Just fouled there, going long. Again, Wilkinson trying to run in behind. Puts the pressure on Dickens. He's tried to see it out. Wilkinson's won it back. Dickens pulling him in back and then brought down. Be very surprised if this isn't a yellow card on top of the free kick. A massive high five from Bradley Bell for Finley Wilkinson. They know how much it means. It won't be a yellow card, but cynical foul really from Dickens. Free kick though in a great position for Hitch in town here. I think Stephen Gleeson will go over and take it. Everyone is up with the exception of Daniel Amovon and Bradley Bell. But great work from Wilkinson. He's so tenacious and is running in behind. Winning the free kick there. Gleeson will take it. It's literally a yard from the touchline. Probably 10 yards from the corner flag. But not really much of an angle. It's going to have to be in a, an away swinger towards the edge of the penalty area. Can Hitchin... Work a routine here. Big moment in the game. Stephen Gleeson then. Standing over the ball. Cotters all the way at the back post. Here's Gleeson. It's just floated up towards Keitel. Gets his head to it and safely saved by James Bradbrook. Nice delivery from Stephen Gleeson. And met by Keitel who is becoming more and more of a physical threat. He's good in the air. 
But Bradbrook saving that shot on target there from Keitel. He just spots the ball down here uh, on the edge of the penalty area. Does Bradbrook long? Kieran Jones again wrestled by his man, heads away, taken down now by uh, Oliver Timale. Powerful midfielder, giving the ball away here. He's another one who's got uh, pedigree at step three and step two, where he played for Braintree. Played for the likes of Hornchurch, Lewis, King Kingstonian, all three of the Mistrian League sides at step three as well. 28 years of age. Important player to bring in this summer. Bell now for Wilkinson. Has the ball stayed in play? The assistant referee had flagged for something and then put the flag down, which has just confused everyone. Stephen Gleeson had picked the ball up and if the ball has not gone in play, uh, then it will uh, be a, a chance to retake the throw-in. The, the referee's just going to have a, a chat with his assistant here. And it's, it's not a great look, really, for the two officials, but at least they're, they're going to talk about it and work out what really should be the correct decision. But my viewing there is that the assistant's put the flag up and then he's maybe doubted his decision and put it back down again, but confused everyone in the process. So Hitchin will take the throw-in again. Um, Bell just sent further back and tells the referee he's just going to run forward again when he takes it anyway. Hitchin won't mind. 11 gone in the second half, they lead. Bell does run forward down the line, takes the throw-in, but it's straight to uh, Dickens. Back towards goal, plays the ball across to uh, Brad Brook. Back to Dickens. Again, this pressure. The two youngsters up front, Inidiakoa and Wilkinson, they have just kept running. They're shutting down the defenders and the goalkeeper. They're running in behind. And making it very difficult for this AFC Sudbury defence. And then Bradbrook between the sticks as well. Do have George Whitehall uh, on the bench as well. He was in goal for St Neots when they knocked Hitchin out of the Southern League Cup in, on penalties uh, a few years ago. Actually saved a penalty from Kai Terl. Rio de Silva uh, missed the crucial one in that game as Hitchin were knocked out of the uh, Southern League Cup. Which is on a bit of a hiatus at the moment. Whitehall still only 19 years of age. Uh, deputising for uh, Bradbrook at the moment, the 26-year-old. For a number of those Suffolk sides, as I said. Here's Georgie then standing over the uh, ball here. And he'll just leave it now for uh, Charlie Horlock, who gets a bit of a run-up and sends the ball down the right-hand side. Leave for Bradley Bell, over the head of Reese Otain. Bell can't keep it in play, and it'll be a, a goal kick in the end for AFC Sudbury. It was well done, actually, by... Uh, Oteng. So again, the ball with Bradbrook. Definitely one man in particular trying to put off the goalkeeper here and enjoying himself this afternoon. He's going to have a sore throat when he wakes up tomorrow morning. Ball goes long here. Georgiou heads away. Up towards Kai Terl. And a throw in now here for Bradley Bell as we approach the hour mark in this game. Bell into uh, Stan Georgiou. His second start uh, since March. Defender who played in midfield on Monday night. That win over Nuneaton Borough. Yeah, looking for Bradley Bell. Ball comes off Oteng. And Bell as well just appealing for a bit of a slap around his neck, I think. Oteng sees the funny side. Bell will take the uh, throw in then. Stephen Gleeson comes short. Oh, he's got that willingness and he just slightly chips the ball to Bell, delivers a cross, might fall here, Keitel onto his left foot, oh he was nearly bending it into the top corner, just didn't quite get the power in the end, he's good on both feet as well as Terl, but Bradbrook made the save, 
Nice work again. Gleason and Bell linking up that time. It's all coming through Bradley Bell at the moment. Cleared here by Charlie Horlock. Out into the car park and another new ball uh, will be required. 449 uh, in attendance here. A few more than we saw uh, in the first round. A few short of Hitchens. Uh, average, average attendance in the league, which is still up in 500-odd, I think, which is very, very impressive uh, from the Canaries. Throw in here for AFC Sudbury. Taken down by Joe Neal on the turn, and again, a wonderful sliding tackle by Toby Simon to put the ball behind for a corner as the sun again comes out over top field. Shin up next, back home again. It's an incredible long run of home games, this one. Barwell at home, but then a trip to Kettering, and then either Stratford away or that game in the third qualifying round of the Canaries' progress here. It will then be Leverstock Green in the Hart Senior Cup first round. The winner of that one will travel to St Albans. Man, just going down in the box here. Referee completely unmoved as Hitchin deal with the corner. Gleeson now can prod it forward to Cavan Cotter. It's three on three up there, but quickly Sudbury get numbers back and defend the situation very well. Emavon there. Cotter wins it back. Can he pick out Finney Wilkinson? He can eventually, but again, Sudbury just dropped defenders in. Chipped over the top now. Idiokoa. The flag stays down. He's over on the left-hand side. Emavon's up there in the penalty area. Idiokoa onto his right foot. Works a shooting opportunity. Maybe not the right decision in the end, but the form he's in as he fires it over the bar. You probably wouldn't blame him for having a go. And he just couldn't wrap his foot around it uh, in the end. And it's a, a goal kick for uh, James Bradbrook. Sudbury will make their change now. It's Oteng who's on a yellow card. I did wonder how long uh, he would last in this game. And it's going to be Andre uh, Edion Hunt. Going to make a, another change as well as uh, Samson Bello uh, comes off. And we get confirmation of who has replaced him. A couple of sticky pronunciations in the Sudbury lineup, of course. And so two changes for them. Hitchin made the one, Daniel Lamovan coming on, but it looks like Lewis Barker is just limbering up uh, as well. It's number 14, uh, Romario Dunn, who's coming on as well. So Dunn and uh, Adinian. Bradbrook to take the goal kick, and again the Hitchin fans just letting him know they're behind him, and it's nice that we don't often hear at top field, in all honesty. Jones heads away. Strong header forward by Okpalokpo and it'll just bounce out into the Hitchin dugout. Hits Lewis Barker while he's uh, getting his shirt on. So we'll be interested to see who he comes on for, Lewis Barker, if he slots into defence. In fact, it'll be Kevin Cotter who's withdrawn. So will Georgie push into midfield or will uh, Barker come on for... Uh, well, it's yeah, there we go. Georgie pushes into midfield. Cotter's work is done. Good afternoon for him. Almost involved in a couple of attacks there just before coming off as well. But he's just a tidy footballer, Kevin Cotter. And Georgie will push forward, I would expect. Been a while, actually, since we've seen Lewis Barker play in the centre of midfield. Really converted into a centre-back by Mark Burke. And there we go. Georgie again in this midfield role where Hitchin have a lot of competition for places. But the academy product, Stan Georgie, who's not played a lot of football in recent months, is... In there now after an excellent uh, 
job that he did in defence previously. He's having a good game. Fulham won Luton Town nil. Carlos Vinicius has scored in, uh, in that one. Over the top here from Oliver Cayley Brown. Cleared away from Toby Sine. Georgiou up there challenging for the ball here. Here's the uh, Dickens. Who's just pushed across. He's going to play left back here. He goes long to Barrack. He's got Barker and Bell for company. And he does really well. He manages to find his teammate in the middle as uh, Romario Dunn goes back to uh, Okpalokpo. Cleared forward now by Kieran Jones. Wilkinson's running in behind. He's one and one. The flag goes up. It's good goalkeeping anyway. Bradbrook had uh, headed the ball down. But again, Wilkinson, he's just stretching the defence. He's making them work. Attacking changes though there. Eddie Yonhun and Dunn, who's a forward coming on, like to play with his back to goal and hold the ball up, as does uh, Joe Neal. Committed his feature to the club in June, did Dunn, after working back from a really serious cruciate knee ligament injury. Sudbury fans actually crowdfunding some of the money to uh, help him with the surgery, which was lovely to see as well. Cleared forward now by Bradbrook. Here's Tom Dickens. Up over the halfway line. New lick of paint on these white lines around top field. Barrett coming in, going for goal, and it's flash wide. Uh, a long way wide in the end, up into the stands. and Picked up by a, a lonesome spectator up at the, the top of the uh, uncovered Bedford Road Terrace. Here's Jones then over the top, and that's going to be too long for Daniel Lydia Coa. He will put a bit of a sprint on, though, and the ball in the end headed back to Bradbrook. 64 gone. Hitchin Town 1, AFC Sudbury 0. Second qualifying round of the FA Youth Cup. At the moment, Hitchin will be going through to Monday's draw. An equaliser will see a replay on Tuesday uh, in Sudbury. 3G pitch there. So, had work done in 2015 to make it artificial. Across here now to Michael Barrack. Up against Lewis Barker. Barrack again cuts onto his right foot, then tries to lay the ball off. And it was asking really a lot of uh, Joe Neal, who's trying to slip through in behind. And he couldn't get there, so behind for a, another goal kick uh, for the Canaries. No other Premier League goals uh, to report on. And the FA Cup updates don't seem to be pinging through as well. I think they only come through at full time. Oh, there, well, there's a goal. Manchester United nil, Brighton two, Pascal Gross. Has scored the second. Fulham 1, Luton 0. Aston Villa 0. Crystal Palace 1. West Ham 1. Manchester City uh, 1. Here comes Sudbury down the right-hand side. Some kind of yellow submarine reenactment going on as well. The, the Hitchin hymn book. So the fans certainly in good voice this afternoon. Here's Idiokoa down the left-hand side. So quick with the ball at his feet. Goes wide to Daniel Amovan. Wilkinson's in the penalty area. Low ball across. Not the option really from Amovan. And he knows it, throws his head back in frustration. He will win a throw-in, though. But again, Idiokoa. Hitchin just needs to keep feeding him the ball in these counter-attacking situations. Here's Emavon. Georgie goes up. See if he's got a bit of a long throw-in on him, Daniel Emavon. We won't see this time because it's short into Georgie. Over by the corner flag. Dinks this cross in, headed away well by Lewis. He threw all of his neck muscles at that one. Syme now, back on the halfway line. Goes one way, then the other. Finds Jones, chips one over the top. Emavon will be offside here. Bradley Bell lets his frustration be heard for the assistant referee. He just turns and looks the other way. And again, Bell having a bit of a chat with Ben Hunter all in 
good spirits. Hitchens Player of the Month, Bradley Bell, Ben Hunter, uh, the captain of Stowe Market. It's not Stowe Market, Sudbury joined from Stowe Market. Do forgive me. Four goals last season. Scored the fifth versus Milden Hall in the uh, first qualifying round. Bradbrick then takes. And over the top. If you missed any of this commentary or you'd wish to catch up, you can listen back uh, on the uh, Canary Club podcast. Just search for that wherever you get your podcast. That'll be up later this evening or tomorrow morning. Bell just will just shepherd the ball behind here. I'll also have uh, post-match reactions to come from manager Mark Burke as well as the ID Net HCFC Radio uh, man of the match. I'll have the job of picking uh, this afternoon. Normally Marek or our guest responsibility, so not often get a chance to pick it and games like today when there have been a lot of outstanding performances I'm usually glad that Marek sitting on my right is able to to have to make that choice here's Idi Okoa beaten in the air by Dickens and Bell will take the uh, throw in down on the near side lines up a long one down the line Turl running in behind and Dickens will just see that behind for a, another throw in 68 gone Hitchin still this slender lead uh, in the FA Cup Still Sudbury not creating too many opportunities to really worry Hitchin about. Barker coming on. He's just that vocal presence and the physical presence as well. Tell flicks ahead of forward, cleared away, straight up in the air. He's a great person to come on and, and finish a game off Barker as he comes in here. Slams the ball forward straight behind for a, a goal kick. But the sort of player, if you're tired and you know, you, you've been playing in the game since the start, Lewis Barker is not the sort of person you want to come up against on any day. And he loves these kind of situations. Here's Bradbrick then. Crowd of 449 uh, in attendance today. Uh, Mark Burke uh, previewing uh, this game, saying AFC have had a steady start to the league season, had a notable victory away to Nuneaton under their belts, which demonstrates they will be dangerous away from home. Both sides will be looking to progress to the next round and benefit from the prize money in Kudos. It brings clubs. I hope we continue with the enjoyable football that's been on display at top field recently. Look to end to our unbeaten run. It's been a bit of both so far. Idia Cohen out. Bell. And you know Mark Burke, even just one draw, that for him will count as an unbeaten run. He will take anything he can get. Always an optimist. Why now to Idiokoa? Georgiou's there in a bit of space. He's got Wilkinson in front of him. Georgiou could just go alone here. Plays through Wilkinson, who I think he might have thought he was offside anyway. Georgiou, I was going to say not often in those kind of situations, but he cracked one in from 30 yards on Monday night, so we can't really say that against him, but just needed to make that decision a, a little bit quicker there, Stan Georgiou, but continuing to impress. 20 minutes left. For either of these two sides to find a way to the third qualifying round or uh, Sudbury's ideal outcome at the moment to send this game to a replay uh, on Tuesday night. The prize money today, 3375 for the winner. That'll be uh, on top of the £2,250 from winning in the first qualifying round. The losing side will pick up 1125 And At this level of football, every single penny counts as... Both sets of these fans will know, I'm sure. Here's uh, Kieran Jones. That game against Barwell next weekend as well at Topfield, by the way, has been made a pay-what-you-want fixture for as Hitchin sort of looked to recognise the fans for their dedication through this run of home games 
you still need to buy your tickets online, but yeah, pay what pay what you want anywhere up upwards of a pound, which is a, a great gesture from the club. Wilkinson to played the ball back to Emma Von. Wins a throw in. All in Sudbury's half at the moment. And still the Hitchin fans making themselves heard. Emovon with the throw in. Into Idiokoa. He's in the penalty area, but not really in a threatening position. So he works the ball back to Daniel Emovon. Delivers the cross. Floated up for Kai Turl. Gets his head there. Oh, it's tipped over the crossbar by the goalkeeper. It was an awkward one, really, for Bradbrook. I thought that Turl had sent that over the crossbar, but it dipped in the end. How about this as well? Manchester United nil, Brighton free at Old Trafford. Things going from bad to worse for Eric Ten Hag's side, both on and off the pitch, of course. Brighton flying along nicely. Corner kick here for Stephen Gleeson. Chao Pedro, the scorer for the third. Gleeson corner. Can Hitchin grab a long overdue second goal? It's floated up. It's in there. Oh, Lewis Barker was there. Might fall for Georgiou on the turn. Deflected behind for another corner kick. And again, one way or another, Hitchner causing problems with these set-piece scenarios. And they'll have another opportunity here, but this time on the far side. I think the first time they've been able to swing one in now here. Steven Gleeson will go around and take it. 18 minutes left. More nervy for Mark Burke than he'd like it to be because you just need that one chance. Sudbury of their run of late equalisers at the moment. All they have to do is enough one of them with someone like Joe Neal up front. Here's Gleeson. Up towards the back post, Barker, back across, goal, oh, it's on, to on the top of the net. You could have just pictured that rising into the top corner, but not to be. But Barker climbing up and above, head and shoulders above the Sudbury defence. And behind for a uh, goal kick for Bradbrook. So two more rounds of qualifying after this game to reach the first round proper. Victory there. It's a big jump up in the prize money. Of course, on top of what you'd have earned already, some £40,000 will be added to the club's account with a win in the uh, first round proper cleared away here. £11,000, though, to get there in the fourth qualifying round as well. As United pull one back, so 3-1 now to Brighton uh, at Old Trafford. Corner kick, uh, throw-in, sorry, here for Tom Dickens. Tottenham nil, Sheffield United one. I must say, as an Arsenal and a Hitchin fan, so it's a rather pleasant afternoon so far uh, with some of the scores that are coming in. Nice work here from Romario Dunn, the substitute. First, we've really seen of him, but Jones again stood strong and he was then fouled by Barak, who's just becoming more and more frustrated here and he's going <laughs> to only become more so. I thought he might have just been... Yes, he will be added to the book as well. The referee reaching for the card from his uh, back pocket. And Barrack becomes the third player to be uh, booked. The other two, both left-backs and both substituted uh, in this second half. So Spurs losing Gustavo Hamer, the scorer in that one. Toby Syme now. Manchester City have made it 2-1 against West Ham. Big game, that one. Most teams have... Well, as you'd expect, the City have started the season well. West Ham too, even after losing Declan Rice. Idiokara again, jinky pass, two men. It's a strong tackle in. It's a good one, though, by Okpalokpo. And he can send Dunn to come forward now. Played through. Joe Neal into the penalty area. Can he sort a shot? He can. But Toby Syme again has been colossal. Sliding in, perfectly timing that tackle. For me at the moment, it's a toss-up between him and Bradley Bell, probably for that Man of the Match award. Don't think Kieran Jones has done a lot wrong either. 
or of course Daniel Idiokoa. So a difficult decision today. Ben Hunter now. But another crucial block from Toby Silence. The first real opportunity we saw for Joe Neal and he couldn't take it. Corner up towards the back post. Okpalokpo was there. Horlock maybe got something on it. Well, it'll be a goal kick. So no follow-up opportunities for Sudbury. 15 minutes left. Mark Abbott's side still trail by a goal to nil at top field. Brad Bell's strike in the 22nd minute separating these two teams. Decent enough game of football though in the FA Cup and Sudbury will still feel they're in with a shout in North Hertfordshire as they have been their last two games in this county. Late, late equalisers both from Joe Neal against Berkhamstead and then Royston. As Mark Burke said, Nuneaton going to win there is not an easy thing to do at all. Whatever sort of plight that Jimmy Ginnelly's side may be in. This is a Sudbury side that can pull it out of the bag when they have to. All of those changes in the summer, on and off the pitch. Oh, as Dickens is just caught here from Stephen Gleeson, which is frustrating for him because he probably could have held on a little bit longer and tried to win the ball back fairly there, but he just clipped his man. It'll be a free kick for Bradbrook. And the referee put Daniel Idiokoa for protesting. And I don't, didn't see a lot, a lot wrong there from what uh, Idiokoa had done, but it's his second yellow of the season his first came for diving and he's just going to be careful here he doesn't talk to the referee uh, any longer and outstay is welcome he runs back to the halfway line he's still talking to the ref now he's going to go over oh there's a a bit of a, a little bust up between Barker and Barak who has been causing a few problems to be honest Bell's there as well as well as Joe Neal and the referee, who was just sorting out one incident, is going to have to run over here and just basically establish what, what the fuss was even about between Bale uh, and Barak. I'm sure Barker is never an innocent party as well when he's involved. Here's Bradbrook then. Just slows the game as well. Sudbury won't mind that too much. Long over the top. Barker heads away. As does Syme. Two who played many a game together in the back three are reunited with Barker coming off the bench. Free kick here again, soft. In Sudbury's favour, and this time Stephen Gleeson, as you'd imagine, is making his appeals heard to the referee. Always someone who has to be careful. So Ben Hunter, the skipper, Hideokoa, also having a chat now with the officials. Hitchin have just got to calm themselves down a little bit here. Decision's not going their way, but... The scoreline here certainly is Hunter in and too close to Horlock who claims he's absolutely flattened as well by a Sudbury man and the referee says it's a free kick. It's brave, brave goalkeeping by Horlock who sometimes his weakness can be claiming some of those high balls but not that time. Watched it all the way and, and took it uh, very comfortably before ending up on the floor. Hitching one AFC Sudbury nil. 12 minutes from eight. Of this second half. Here's Horlock. Floated forward. Looking for Wilkinson in behind, but again, headed away by Lewis. Two centre backs have done well. Okpalokpo's dropped in as well uh, after Oteng was brought off. Here's Wilkinson. He's got Bell at the back post. He might just pick him up. Bradley Bell. Oh, he was stretching for it. He got there. Would have been a brilliant goal to complete his brace. Great vision as well there from Finley Wilkinson to see the run of Bell at the back post where he so often finds himself lurking. 
Just such a difficult finish, that one to Master, stretching in and trying to divert the ball into the top corner. Nice football here from Sudbury, though. Dunn lays it off into the midfield for Kayleigh Brown. Idia Kerr wins it back. Kayleigh Brown back into the defence and all the way back now to uh, Bradbrook. He just chips it again to Charlie Lewis. He probably doesn't want the ball here. No, he doesn't. He then clears it away over the stand. Bradbrook has not helped his defence out at all there with that ball that he played back out. A new ball will be uh, required here. So Hitchin coming into this game. Four points of the last two. Big win over Nuneaton on Monday. Trying to get through into the third qualifying round for winning against Sudbury here. Emavon now is trying to play the ball back across and it was just taking his time. And uh, Adinion. Oh dear. What's happened here? They played the ball back across and it's bounced on top of the stand. And all, if you call it time wasting, you call it game management, but that is not going to help Sudbury's cause. It's then thrown back onto the pitch. And then both balls are thrown off the pitch. It's comedy gold here that Sudbury defender and Lewis Barker see the funny side as well. This is absolutely perfect for Hitchin Town and Bell will take the throne eventually to Idiokoa. Played straight off uh, Oliver Timmeladay. Things <laughs> Comedy of errors there for Sudbury. The ball thrown back on. It was then hit so hard that it went straight over the top of the stand. Just as the ball that had already came back, came back on the pitch, the other one was thrown on and then both balls thrown out at the same time. Corner ball for Hitchin now. Ten minutes left of this FA Cup second qualifying round tie. Gleason will jog over and uh, take the corner. FA Cup run so often serving as a distraction from league form. And Sudbury at their moment, their, their mind is almost in another place. They're just not fully committed to... Trying to get back into this game. Gleason up towards the back post. Claimed easily enough this time by Bradbrook. Can Sudbury come forward now? They'll send some bodies forward. But Bradbrook just clipped here. Was he? he was blocked off by Lewis Barker. And now Barker will find himself in the book. And it was a cynical foul. Another professional foul of which Lewis Barker is often the master. For good or bad. Final substitution here. Uh, Brian on the Tano is going to have to say his name because it's Oliver Timmeladay <laughs> who's coming off. Uh, and we'll see who he's going to be uh, replaced by. Nicely done in the end by Brian Otanoi. It's going to be Jamie Bennett uh, coming on from the bench. So their final uh, roll of the dice. Bennett who scored a stunning goal against Mildenhall in the first round of qualifying. Came off the bench in that game and stuck the ball into the top corner. He can do the same here. He'll make himself a hero in this FA Cup tie. In the meantime, though, Barker's fouled again by Barak, who's in the book. The referee just making sure Barker's all right, tells him to get back to his feet. Horlock will go over and pick up the ball. One thing we have often seen from Hitchin is in these final 10 minutes, they will very much decide how they want to approach the game, whether they want to sit back and see it out or whether they want to go and kill the game. They've not been able to do the latter so far. I think they're just going to look to slow this down at times and see if they can maybe create that one chance. Horlock down the right-hand side, headed away by Dickens. Georgiou. White to Brad Bell. Finds Georgiou again down the right. Can he work across? Still Georgiou. Just waits a little bit longer. Finds Idiokoa. 
Tells there, Idiokoa, oh he turned away from two, he's into the box, it's Daniel Idiokoa, Finley Wilkinson, hitching it through, surely, into the third round of qualifying, Bell and now Wilkinson, it was a beautifully orchestrated move, Daniel Idiokoa conducting it all, with his brilliant footwork, Finley Wilkinson and Bradley Bell, both celebrating with Bell's trademark celebration, that's stunning, Finley Wilkinson finds the top corner, but again, Daniel Idiokoa. That Harry Houdini stole the way he got between those defenders and into the penalty area. Absolute joy to watch. And the Hitchin fans are singing, they're going to Wembley. And nobody's going to stop them this afternoon. They finally have their goal to show for some dominance in this game. And they may well just be taking another step on that road to Wembley. This sunny September afternoon, the Hitchin fans are enjoying themselves. Joe Neal then, who's rescued his side a few times before, will get this game back underway after that goal. Huge celebrations there, all the outfield players involved. Belt doing his own celebration and then Finley Wilkinson making sure to copy it as well. Fingers in the ear and a broad smile on the face of all of these Hitchin players. Idiokoa brought down here, just on the halfway line, one of those, it's right in front of the, the dugout, so you get that extra pressure as a referee to, to give the decision. So eight minutes to go. Wilkinson and Bell, so often linking up, so often on the uh, score sheet together. Wilkinson scoring an hour after Bell netted that opener. And that's already Finley Wilkinson's fifth goal of the season. He's two in front of Diogo Gouveia and misses this game due to injuries, awaiting a, a scan to get a proper diagnosis after uh, going off in the game against Redditch United this time last weekend. Here's Jones over the top now for Wilkinson. And behind for a throw-in. It was just as I was talking about whether Hitchin were going to go for the kill as well or try and see the game out. They'll be able to do both. Sudbury have six minutes left of this game as Emavon this time goes down. Sudbury not losing their heads by any means, but I think they may well know that this is a, a big task for them, even more so to get back into the game. Hitchin 2, AFC Sudbury nil now. Jones. The Canaries aren't done yet. Bell's at the back post here. Oh, he's just come off the top of his head and behind for a throw-in. Almost taking out the Turl family down there who are watching their son on proudly. And I, I don't think are going to be in much of a rush to give the ball back here to AFC Sudbury's Thomas Dickens. Especially uh, Kai's dad over there. Thrown down the left-hand side here. Bell heads away up towards Wilkinson. Forward now from Charlie Lewis. Gleeson finds Georgiou. Up there in the middle. Cleared up from Charlie Lewis. Idiokoa, he gets ahead to it. And it's claimed easily enough there by uh, James Bradbrook. Action stations for Sudbury. Cleared over the top by uh, Thomas Dickens. And we'll choose my man of the match uh, in the next uh, opportunity I get. And my mind has been made up after that last goal there. There are a few contenders. And I've seen a, a lot of light from Toby Syme today. Same from Kieran Jones as well. He's on the ball here. He's just found his man. 
but my Idina HCFC Radio man of the match today is none other than Daniel Idiakoa. Two quite stunning assists for both of these goals, but there were definitely a few players in contention today. Um, so I think we might have seen a, another yellow card there, but Daniel Idiakoa, uh, my uh, man of the match uh, this afternoon. As now uh, it's uh, Romario Dunn, I think it is, who gets his uh, name taken. And a big thank you again to our sponsors, uh, IDNet, helping keep us connected uh, throughout uh, this 2022, uh, 2023, sorry, 2024 season. Goal kick, free kick for uh, Bradbrook after the uh, foul there. So we'll hear from Daniel Lidiakoa after the game as well as manager Mark Burke. Bradbrook going long now. Barker heading it away. He was just pulled as well and the referee sees it and was wise to it and gives the uh, free kick which Charlie Horlock will take. Horlock taking his time. Uh, Hitchin uh, captain sends his side forward. Hitchin continuing this excellent home form. Both of their Last two FA Cup exits came at top field, but they beat well in here in the previous round. And as I say, only Mikelover and Hales Owen picking up more points at home in the league than Hitchin this season. Wilkinson scrapping for the ball here. He's done really well. He's won a throw in against Dickens. Hitchin eighth in the Southern League, Sudbury 16th when we get that back underway uh, next weekend. Hitchin hosting Barwell, the Canary Derby. You can hear it live on HTFC Radio. Marek Alionic and Joseph McCormack, your commentary team for that one. Joe kindly coming down. Of course, commentator at Rushton and Diamonds and uh, Derby County. Aston Villa won, Crystal Palace won. Oh, let's see the sponsors man of the matches as well. This would be a, an interesting one. Mick choosing it today. And he's gone for Toby Simon. Definitely one of my contenders. That block to deny Neil when it was 1-0. I think that was a, a big moment in the game. The first chance we really saw for Joe Neil to uh, run in behind and he wasn't able to, to capitalise. He was on the wrong end of a, an FA Cup defeat to Hitchin two years ago was Joe Neil for Biggleswade Town in the first round of qualifying and his bad luck against the Canaries might just be continuing here in this competition. Dickens trying to clear. Georgie puts the pressure on and has almost won the ball back. That's come off the back of Dickens, has it? Yes, it has. Throw in for Hitchin over by the corner flag. 90 seconds of normal time remain. And the Canaries are just being able to really worked on how they're able to see out some of these games and play a little bit ugly and keep the ball high up the pitch down near the corner flag. I've seen it a few times now. Foul here, though, by Georgiou. Who quickly asks why and then runs back to take up his position in midfield. Bradbrook then, with a minute left, goes long. Barker underneath it, strong header away, up towards Idiokoa, smash forward though by Charlie Lewis and straight behind for a, a hitch and throw in. It's a Sudbury side that's still very much new, very much thrown together with a lot of summer signings and they will take time to gel throughout this season. It's probably not a surprise, it has been a, a difficult start to the league but they are out above the relegation zone for the time being. They've been able to, to hang in games and find ways out of some difficult games as well. They might not be able to do so today, but I still think they might just be okay this season. It's a very, very strong Southern League outfit and Sudbury coming up for just their second uh, go at step three. Good on them. Here's Lewis. 
Back to Bradbrook. Just takes the ball out to the edge of the penalty area. We'll have five minutes of injury time. We've started them now. Long from Bradbrook. Too long and Charlie Horlock can just control it. Take his time, put his foot on the ball and then wait for the pressure from Neil and bend down and pick it up. Paul moving across to the other side of his penalty area. And then to go long. Joe Neal just hung a foot in as well. And you wouldn't be surprised seeing as the referee had given a free kick for a similar altercation at the other end if that was given and wasn't the best thinking really from Neil because that would have just resulted in even more of a stoppage. Here's Barker wrestling with uh, Barak and Barak brings him down. Still on a yellow card, the Sudbury man as well. And the referee just says there'll be no further punishment. Stephen Gleeson Again, always there asking the question. Here's Charlie Horlock. He'll take the free kick then. Chin looking to go through to the third round of qualifying. Sudbury have did it last year. They did it the year before when they reached the first round proper and played Colchester live on BBC television as well. In front of a sold-out ground. Here's oh, it's Emmavon going down. The referee points to the penalty spot. Hitchin might be able to make it a perfect afternoon now. Emmavon flattened by Okpalokpo. And a penalty kick for the Canaries in the second minute of added time. It was just a hopeful ball into the box. The defender rising, Emmavon rising, and it's a, a foul given by the referee. And this will absolutely put the game out of sight once and for all. Finley Wilkinson, who scored a penalty on Monday, will step up to take this one here. Looking for his sixth goal of the season. And his third goal in two games, if he can find the net. Bradbrook is out. Oh, Bradbrook picking up the ball. The goalkeeper. He'll get some stick for the Hitchin fans. And Wilkinson will now pick it up himself. And just spot the ball down. Stepping back here. Very straight run up. The referee just talking to Bradbrook. If this goes in, it'll be out of sight for Hitchin Town going through into the third qualifying round. Wilkinson, steely look of concentration. Barely moving a muscle. Nor is James Bradbrook in goal. Bending down, the referee blows the whistle. Wilkinson steps up, 3-0 straight down the middle. A brace for Finley Wilkinson and Hitchin are certainly going through into Monday's FA Cup draw. Celebrations again for the whole team of the spectators. The Canaries have completed a quite emphatic win now. Wilkinson scoring in the 93rd minute from the penalty. And it's the Canaries who are having fun in the sun in this FA Cup tie this afternoon. Finley Wilkinson with the brace straight down the middle. Hitchin have almost left it late in this game, but they are certainly deserving their place in that draw on... Monday afternoon means that game against Stratford Town on the 29th which I was definitely planning to go over and cover from Derby that one is going to have to be rearranged for another time and all in good reason for Hitchin Town 90 seconds remain have added on time and there's no real point in the referee looking to add any more on at the moment but Sabri will try and come forward force back is Romario done across now to uh, Ben Hunter Lovely turn here from Jamie Bennett from the bench, but now Turl 
Can Hitchin make it worse or will it be back-to-back 3-0 -back wins for the Canaries? Gleeson over the top. Turl will just be flagged offside. He was in behind and away there into the penalty area down the left wing. Then it'll be a free kick instead. Full time in the Premier League. West Ham 1, Manchester City 3. Fulham 1, Luton Town 0. Where else? Uh, still playing after that win for Liverpool uh, earlier today. To the 95th minute. Over the top from Bradbrook. Jones waits, heads away towards Stephen Gleeson. Jones goes down. Georgie punts the ball forward. Dickens, you wouldn't blame him for shooting, and he did, but it was blocked by Stephen Gleeson just a couple of yards away. Throw in for Dickens, who has not stopped running the Sudbury defender to his credit. That'll be full time. The referee calling an early end to things here at Topfield because this game was done. The second that penalty from Wilkinson found the back of the net. 3-0 for Hitchin, they're through into the third round of qualifying. Fantastic afternoon for the Canaries. The big shouts of yellows come up, but not from the Sudbury faithful. It's the Hitchin fans who are making themselves heard. Bradley Bell in the 22nd minute, scoring after a brilliant run from Daniel Idiakoa. Finley Wilkinson then, uh, as Idiakoa was provider again in the 82nd minute, wriggled his way between two defenders, got into the box, and Wilkinson, left-footed effort, planted in the top corner, and he then completed his brace. Sixth goal of the season in all competitions in the 93rd minute, uh, burying a penalty after Daniel Amovant was clattered uh, in the box. So it's a perfect afternoon in the end for Hitchin Town. Smiles all round uh, for the Hitchin fans. Well, that'll be the last you'll hear of me at Topfield for a while. As I say, I'm off to university tomorrow up in Derby. So it ends a few years of being able to come here and do this every single week. There are many people here I'm going to miss immensely, but I'll be back to here throughout the course of the season and hoping to get to a number uh, of away games too. And that's a, a lovely note to end it on as well in terms of my run of these home commentaries. Marek and Joseph McCormack will be back next week though as Hitchin uh, take on Barwell. So in the meantime, uh, celebrate this result, Hitchin fans, because the Canaries may well just be on the road to Wembley. It finishes at top field. Hitchin Town 3, AFC Sudbury nil.